This is Frank Dominguez for WDAV's Piedmont Arts. This season marks the 75th anniversary of the Charlotte chapter of the American Guild of Organists. To get it started auspiciously, they're teaming with the Charlotte Symphony Orchestra to present a concert that includes Saint-Saëns Organ Symphony and Handel's Concerto for Organ Number no. 3. Performances are at 7.30 p.m. on September 30th and October 1st at First United Methodist Church, and they'll be led by conductor emeritus Christopher Warren Green, with special guest soloist for the program, Grammy-winning organist Paul Jacobs. He joins me now via Zoom, along with Mark Johansson of the Charlotte AGO, to tell us more about this special occasion. Welcome. It's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you. Paul, in reading about your accomplishments, I was blown away to learn that you're not only a Grammy winner, but you are the first organist to win a Grammy. And you're a young man, so this wasn't back in the olden days, but as recently as 2011. So tell us about that. How did you become the first and what was the Grammy experience like? Yes, I was quite stunned by it. In fact, even being nominated was a real shock to me. And uh, I was rather uh, pessimistic that I would ever be selected to receive the Grammy, but much to my delight and thrill, um, I did. I, I wasn't even able to attend the ceremony because I was engaged to perform with another orchestra at the time. Um, but I remember a phone call, it was a Sunday evening, and I was told, you won, you won. And uh, I just could not believe that that happened. Uh, but it's, it's important because the organ is such a central instrument to, um, to, to classical music, to music in general, that it, it deserves to have a seat at the table of classical music. So that's probably what means most to me to this day is that uh, an organist, not necessarily me, but an organist, uh, received this honor, which is recognized by everyone. Mark, tell me about what you do and your role at the Charlotte chapter of the AGO. Certainly. So my official title is the Dean of the Charlotte AGO. That's effectively like the president of the local chapter. And uh, that is what we are. We are a local chapter of a national organization that uh, serves to be an advocacy group for organists, organ students, organ enthusiasts, anything to do with the organ uh, be that in a sacred setting like a church or in a community setting uh, like a theater or something like that. And um, a lot of the work that we do, again, has uh, a lot to do with the three parts where we focus on education, uh, teaching students, uh, working with and assisting professional organists, uh, and also relating to the community, perhaps people who are not musicians, but who love music. And when you don't have your AGO hat on, what is it that you do? I'm the full-time minister of music and worship at Christ Lutheran Church on Providence Road. And is that pretty typical of the membership of AGO? Uh, it is, yes. Uh, you know, I would say a, a vast majority of us are connected in some way to a church uh, if we are a professional organist. But then again, we also do have a great deal of, of members who are not organists, professionally trained or otherwise, um, who just really enjoy organ music, and they are friends of our chapter, and we thank them for their support. Another aspect of your talent that brings you distinction, Paul, is your prodigious memory. You can play the complete organ works of composers such as Messiaen, uh, Bach, Brahms, and Franck from memory, and you've performed these incredible marathons of individual composers' works lasting up to 18 hours. So forget about a Grammy. It sounds to me you should also get an Olympic gold medal. 
what are the various demands on your personal resources that these feats put upon you and, and why perform them in the first place? Well, I'm not sure I could undertake uh, a marathon with just any composer. It really has to be a composer that resonates with me personally, a composer that I, I love with my whole being, and, and certainly Johann Sebastian Bach, the greatest uh, organist of the Baroque age, and some might say of any age. Um, I wanted to become those great organ works and to become the music and to share that music that has completely transformed my life. Uh, with as many people as possible. Undertaking such a, an enterprise, you, you, you don't know really, notice time when you're going through it. I think probably many musicians will say that time stands still in a way. And I didn't even notice hunger or fatigue, even though when I played in the Bach Marathon, which lasted 18 hours, I had just one cup of chocolate pudding for sustenance and uh, some water throughout the day. And that carried me through. <laughs> That's just amazing. You talked about having to really love the music of a particular uh, composer in order to undertake that kind of uh, endeavor. What about the audiences that uh, came to see that? Uh, did people come and go? Is that how those types of marathons work? Yes, that's the idea, that people can come and go as they please. Uh, you'd be surprised how many people stay for the whole thing or most of it. And uh, you know, they just make this a day of total immersion into a composer's output and, and just allow that music to wash over them and work its magic. Mark, how does the AGO serve the Charlotte music community uh, besides giving concerts like uh, the ones we've been talking about? Sure. Well, besides concerts, one of the things that we really like to do is um, promote education, uh, pr uh, particularly with young students. And uh, we have a, a long-standing tradition in the summer where we have a summer recital series. And the, the benefactor of this is our own Stigall Scholarship Fund. It was founded uh, in a memory and in honor of the Stigalls, who were a, you know, a big name in church music in the Charlotte area. And what it does is it helps to offset tuition expenses for private organ instruction uh, to young students who already know how to play the piano, but who might be interested in learning the organ. So that's one of the big things that we do is we really try to push and advocate for education through scholarship, but also through events, not just recitals uh, that people can enjoy, but uh, hands-on events. We are proud owners of a do-it-yourself Orgel Kids pipe organ kit. It's like if Ikea sold a pipe organ, that's kind of what I would, <laughs> how I would say it. Um, but it teaches children and uh, children of all ages, really, how to put together a pipe organ and how it works. So it promotes interest, not, a, not only for people who play the organ, but also perhaps people who might become organ technicians. What can you tell me, Paul, about the program you're playing for the Charlotte AGO 75th anniversary kickoff? The program... I chose a solo repertoire is, is, is wide and varied, beginning with a piece by my former teacher and mentor, John Weaver, uh, who sadly uh, passed away two years ago. And his Fantasia for organ is a, a, the zesty opener that I think will bring people in, uh, followed by a sparkling trio sonata by Bach. Bach had 20 children, and a few of them were bound to become musicians. And uh, these six trio sonatas were composed for Wilhelm Friedemann Bach, Bach's eldest son, and we're going to hear one of these pieces. Uh, these pieces to organists are notoriously difficult, but they bring the listener in with such ease, and they just sparkle and dance. 
then uh, we will hear a piece by César Franck. Uh, his anniversary year is, is this year. He, he was born in 1822, and here we are in 2022. His prelude, fugue, and variation, one of the most hauntingly beautiful melodies uh, written for the organ. And we'll conclude the first half with uh, Dudley Buck, an American composer of the 19th century, his uh, uh, concert variations on the Star Spangled Banner, which interestingly was composed just after the American Civil War. Uh, then we'll have a brief intermission and conclude with a great organ sonata by Alexandre Guillemont, Gilmont was really one of the, the first French organist Parisians to, to make it big with American audiences. American audiences love Gilmont, and uh, I think our audience in Charlotte will understand why his music is just bursting with passion and melody and color and virtuosity, and I love playing it. Let's talk about the symphony concert, the concert you're doing with the Charlotte Symphony Orchestra playing the Saint-Saëns, and I assume also the uh, Handel organ concerto. Tell us about those two pieces. George Frederick Handel is known as the father of the organ concerto, and uh, one of his most popular is his Cuckoo and Nightingale, uh, which, of course, the audience will hear the birds. Uh, Handel very cleverly weaves in, in and out of the textures, and the organ is especially great with bird calls. Handel also used you can use, I should say, some of the high-pitched sounds of the organ, the smaller pipes that do resemble uh, birds. And these, these pieces are just, just absolutely uh, riveting, ravishingly beautiful, full of the, uh, all the things that make life worth living. And then the second half is um, one of the greatest compositions by Sassons, his famous organ symphony uh, in C minor. And while the organist's role is not the most virtuosic in this particular piece, it is monumental. And um, this is the kind of music that you, if you have the right instrument and the right organist, you get a massage as well as a, a, uh, a concert because you could feel the low registers and the, the big powerful pipes just, just sort of undergirding the orchestral uh, textures. It's absolutely spectacular. Mark, what else uh, does the AGO have planned for this 75th anniversary season beyond this uh, exciting program of concerts? Well, this is definitely a, a big way to start things for the 75th anniversary. Um, our subdean, Zach Boyer, is hard at work uh, along with the 75th anniversary committee to be putting together um, a great number of events. And, 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 you know, the great thing about this, Frank, is that it's not just about listening to music. It's also getting together and enjoying social time. Uh, something that we lost a lot of during COVID. Um, but many of these events include simple things as just getting together and having dinner, um, you know, whether or not there's a concert involved. Um, we do a progressive dinner where we will visit three different locations, three different churches that are near each other, and then we'll have a, a part of a meal at each of those locations. There's also going to be some work upcoming with Queen's University of Charlotte, uh, so be looking out for uh, some exciting things coming up with that. It's going to be an exciting program year, so I hope members of the community will be able to participate. A lot of our uh, communications and information can be found on our website, which is charlotteago.org. We also encourage people to like us on Facebook, and they'll be able to uh, see the upcoming events that are posted there as well. I am very honored to have been asked to celebrate uh, with the Charlotte Symphony, and especially 
to honor the American Guild of Organists 75th anniversary. This will bring a lot of joy, this music, to many people and certainly to me, and I just can't wait to perform. My guests have been Grammy-winning organist Paul Jacobs and Mark Johansson of the Charlotte AGO. This season marks the 75th anniversary of the Charlotte chapter of the American Guild of Organists. They pull out all the stops, so to speak, with their first concert, teaming with the Charlotte Symphony Orchestra to present Saint-Saëns Organ Symphony and Handel's Concerto for Organ Number no. 3, as well as some Mendelssohn. Performances are at 7.30 p.m. on September 30th and October 1st at First United Methodist Church, and they will be led by Conductor Emeritus Christopher Warren Green of the Charlotte Symphony. Plus, there's also a recital on Sunday, and you can get more information about all of this at the Piedmont Arts page at WDAV.org. Thanks, Paul and Mark, for speaking with me. Thank you, Frank. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to join you. For WDAV's Piedmont Arts, I'm Frank Dominguez.